So we're recording a new episode of the Q Chat, and today's episode is entitled Go Glow, Finding Light in a Dark Time. Today I have Miss Candy Matthew, the founder of Networking with Queens, based out of New Orleans. I'm going to go ahead and let Candy introduce herself. Hi, I'm Candy Matthew. I'm the owner of Networking with Queens, and Networking with Queens is the professional party for female entrepreneurs ball chicks and corporate queens. And we specialize in connecting, collaborating, and making money, right? Um, I'm very honored to be on this platform and to speak about what we're about to talk about because it's so important that we find ourselves, especially in times like this. That's awesome. So how long have you been in business with Networking with Queens? Okay, so I've actually been networking and not even realizing that I was networking for about 10 years. I actually created another business and it was um, it was basically about women and female empowerment. It was called Ladies of Status and it was a social and pleasure club. And that was in like 2008, 2009. And I've always done my social events and I've always made it a point to gather women and always with the intent of positivity and encouraging one another. Um, so this has been a journey, a long journey, but I actually started networking with Queens last year, mm. the, the actual name networking with Queens, but this has always been a passion project for me. I just literally started thinking now, how can I make money with this? How can I support my family with it? as well as do something that I'm really truly passionate about and inspired. So networking with Queens, officially, it's been about a year. Okay, perfect. So I know that you mentioned a lot about empowerment and things of that nature. So there's an awesome video that I saw that you posted um, during a live on your IG page a few days ago. And I know that you talked about you know, during this live, how during this time, some people actually may be struggling with being isolated with themselves because they may have some issues and just may not like themselves. Um, I wanted to dive into that video further. So what makes you think that some people may have a problem just simply being alone with themselves while in isolation? Um, It's a lot. Like, I don't have the answer to it all, but just from a visual perspective and just some of the things that I've dealt with um, throughout my life. A lot of people are dealing with depression and a lot of times we mask it by, um, by socializing. And if you don't have to be alone, then you don't have to really dig deep into what's going on in your personal life because you're preoccupied with everything that's going on in everybody else's life. So sometimes they use that as a shield, socializing. Um, Yeah. And depression, depression is real. You know, it is. It's real. I've dealt with depression all of my life. Uh, the last couple of years, I really dug deep inside of like, what's the stem reason for this depression? And a lot of it stems from childhood, you know, but it's conversations that you have to have with yourself because if you don't, it, there's no, you can't come up with a solution if you don't sit down and, and like really have those discussions with yourself and iron it out. 
And a lot of times people are afraid and people just don't want to deal with the tough uh, subjects. I'm so happy that you are transparent and honest about your struggles with depression. I feel like a lot of times within the African-American community, we're not necessarily forthcoming about mental illness. I feel like we're just basically taught from children, you know, from childhood that we basically need to just pray it away. And that's it. Um, I think it's hard for us to admit that we do suffer from depression and we do suffer from anxiety because we just simply feel uncomfortable discussing it because of how it may be received or we're just taught that it just doesn't exist. I definitely know me personally, I do suffer from anxiety and occasional bouts of depression. And this situation has truly been a trigger for many of us. So what are your ideas on coping at a time like this? Um, like you said, a lot of us were taught that prayer is the be all to everything. And I truly believe that. I believe that God is the source of everything that's good. And we have to learn to tap into that. But we also have to be conscious of the things that we're doing to contribute to our happiness. Yes, it all starts with having a solid um, spiritual foundation. But you have to consciously work on it you have to be actively involved you have to take the steps you have to write it down you have to like really sit within yourself and say okay why am i having um these feelings what do they stem from is it my childhood is it what traumas uh that i went through in my life that make me have these feelings and you have to deal with them and you have to take the corrective measures to change it and it is the mind um, frame that you a certain mind frame that you have to have I personally at one point in my time I was on medication and um it just didn't work it it made me feel like it wasn't me and until I really sat down and like okay I can fix this I can fix this and a lot of the things that um that are causing my anxiety and causing my depression if I just switch make a switch in my mind to change it I can but I have to actively have these happy thoughts. I have to actively work towards um, being better every day. Right, right. I agree. Do you feel that right now, obviously everyone is at home. If I mean, of course, if everyone is following the rules. But um, one of the things I know that you mentioned in your video was some people obviously are having such a hard time being at home because they basically struggle with themselves. They don't like themselves or they're with family or, you know, people that they simply don't like. And they're obviously quarantining with them. So obviously the whole point of the episode is how to find light in a in a dark time so let's say someone is listening and they're really having a truly rough time you know they're finding some things with themselves that they struggle with um what do you how do you feel like what are your tips basically I should say on how they can deal with it because right now of course the mask is off people are seeing more of themselves than they may not have been able to deal with so what's your suggestions on just how to cope um, you know, we ha- I have this conversation um, at home with my husband and my son. Uh, every every situation is different, and like the more drastic situations where you're being molested or you or you're being physically abused, I'm no psychologist. I can't really touch on it. But for me, 
in personal situations where you don't always like the people that you're in the house with. Um, I'm, I have a 17 year old son and he has 17 year old, um, mood swings. <laughs> and then right, right. And I've been married for, um, this year will be 14 years. We've been together for, uh, 16 years. So you don't always like the person who you're in the house with. But one of the things that I find is helpful, always try to find the good in that person. Always try and find um, something about that person that makes you smile. It's something about that person that makes you happy. Because when you focus on the positive aspects of the people who you're around, it's much harder to dwell. Now, I know obviously you mentioned that you're an entrepreneur. So I've had a lot of entrepreneurs on the show. I'm one myself. So what's some suggestions you may have for the entrepreneurs right now? Obviously, they have more time to focus on expanding or just some steps that they can utilize once this is over as well. So what are your tips for the entrepreneurs right now that are at home right now? Obviously, we've all dealt with some setbacks because of this. So what's your take on what this time can do for the entrepreneurs and how we can actually use this time to our advantage? Okay, so for me personally, I had an event that was actually supposed to be um, this week on the 25th. And it was Women Talk Big Money. So I had this event planned and obviously we all were going to be gathering. But things happen, right? You just have to roll with the punches. So instead of getting down about it, instead of looking at it like why this is happening and why me, look at the bright side of it. How can you make the event that you were going to do better? Um, what can you add to, because now you have more time to plan. What can you do to add different elements to make it a better experience when you do have the opportunity to meet together? And another thing that I saw on social media um, about entrepreneurs and people in business was that if you don't come out with a business plan or you don't come out a better person than you went in, then that means that you're lazy. That is absolutely not the truth. As entrepreneurs, we're always on the go. We're always in um, productive mode. We're always trying to think of the next big thing. Sometimes it's okay to just chill out, relax, and don't force it. Allow it to come to you naturally. Because um, a lot of times we get in this space where we feel like we have to produce something maybe it's time to just relax and enjoy the time with your family and if something does come out of it obviously act on it and move on it and pursue it but don't feel like you have to um be with the in crowd and you have to have a new business goal continue doing what you were doing because small steps lead to big steps as well I agree. And I'm glad you said that because I think on the flip side, a lot of people to put a lot of pressure on themselves. Of course, there's this meme floating around saying, oh, well, if you haven't utilized this time to come out with a new skill or a small business, that that means you're lazy and undedicated, which I completely disagree with. And I feel like this time period, if anything, has just showed us that sometimes we do need to slow down. So I'm glad that you did say that so people just know that they don't have to put this unbelievable pressure upon themselves. And that's another level of depression. If I can't come up with a business plan, then that must mean that I'm a terrible entrepreneur or that must mean that I, um, I'm not a busy entrepreneur. Busy work is not always productive work. And 
social mm-hmm. media will have us thinking, you know, like the worst of ourselves. Social media is an amazing tool because obviously it connects like minds like you and myself, but at the same time, Mm -hmm. it it can also be negative and sometimes you have to pull away from social media and you have to take a break. So when you do come back from quarantine, you're ready to hit the streets running. You're ready to take your business on head on because you had a moment to breathe and to process what it is um, you want to do with your business. If you come out with an amazing idea or a new business strategy that's great and we're going to cheer you on but if you don't that's okay as well and we'll still cheer you on because you took care of yourself and i do agree social media is a double-edged sword um i do love connecting with people and networking um, with people instagram i actually truly truly love but for some reason me personally, I'm not a fan of Facebook, um, and I think sometimes social media can be a trigger for some people because they're too busy comparing and contrasting, and they're looking at these false narratives and thinking, oh my God, I have to fit this standard you know, from what they're seeing on social media, and I think it's a total mind trap. Um, and another thing, too, right. you have to be, that's another thing, like with our mental state, you have to watch the people who you follow and even the people who mm-hmm. follow, you, follow you, because, you know, a lot of times the people who follow you, they'll pop up on your um your timeline as well. And I had this right. conversation with someone before, and I'm like, I'm turning, look, if you're posting things that is not in alignment with where my mental state and my spiritual state needs to be, I am unfollowing your butt, and I might even block you, because you have to right. be actively pursuing happiness. Right. Hey. Literally, after this whole experience, um, I don't want to dwell too much on the virus itself, but it's definitely affected my family personally. But I definitely had to unfollow a lot of people off of Facebook because their posts were so negative and it just was really sad and disappointing just to see how some people were just posting things that were not serving any purpose. Um, and I just was like, I just can't really do it anymore. So like I people will project your energy onto you if you allow it. So you have to you have to block it because people definitely would um project their energy on you and we just have to always be conscious of that. That we're of our energy and we're in control of who and what we allow in our space. And we're ultimately like prayer and then us. God and then us. That's who's in control. It's really surprising, though, at the end of the day. I think we have learned a lot about each other. Um, We learned a lot about ourselves, of course. But I don't know. I think a lot has changed. And some people I consider friends, I kind of looked at them differently after this experience, or I guess I should say during this experience, just because just the negativity that I saw a lot of people were spewing out, it was really hard to digest. And then you have, and sometimes people are not aware of the things that they're doing. Like for instance, um, my mom is, my mom has a few underlying health issues. Like she has lupus, she's borderline diabetic. She has a few things. So me and my mom, like that's my best friend. We're always doing everything together. But because of this, I've, and I don't have COVID, but I've been staying away from it because I just do not want to in no way like bring any harm towards her so I've 
she's been in complete isolation and she's married right. and her husband works and you know he's in and out of house but she's pretty much by herself and mm-hmm. she'll go on facebook she'll go on social media but that should not be the first thing that somebody sees something negative when they go on there because in right. her specific case she needs things that's going to keep her uplifted nobody wants to come mm-hmm. on social media um and see something negative and and it's hard right. to stay away from it because what else we don't know? That was my thing because, you know, my elderly parents actually had it. Um, my mom was just released from the hospital. You know, she's still, you know, struggling, unfortunately, because of the situation and you know my mind's been consumed with a lot and who wants to see a bunch of negative things you know I was just at the point where and yeah let's just say you know obviously we social media is a part of our lives I mean it's just something that people do normally but you know it's not something that I want to go and just see a bunch of negative things. Like we're all dealing with our own personal things and that's just not what someone wants to see. No one wants to see anything negative. What though, what I'm learning, like I'm an Instagrammer. Like I love Instagram. I actually started out on Facebook as all of us did. Um, But because I don't use it, I, when you don't use it, you lose it. So I don't know how to really navigate through Facebook, but I'm learning that a lot of people, business and entrepreneur people are actually on Facebook. Um, And whenever I'm like giving out my cards or I'm networking with people, a lot of the entrepreneurs are on Facebook and they're like, that's the source, Facebook, Um, especially if you want to connect with um, a more mature audience. Um, Facebook is the way to go. Mm. So I was really thinking about going on there and I have my page and I and I'll post things on there because it goes directly from my Instagram to Facebook, but I don't really engage. But I really was thinking about like really getting in there and learning how to engage on there. But instead of trying to contact friends and family, what about just focusing strictly on business professionals? And I've said it a lot on this show. I'm not a fan of Facebook. Um, My only use of Facebook really is the messenger. Um, I do love the fun part of it, you know, going online and maybe seeing the funny jokes, things of that nature. Um, But I definitely had to unfollow a lot of people that were just spitting a lot of negativity. I just couldn't take it. It just was too much to consume. Like the only use I have for it is the messenger and just to see Things is going to make me laugh or just take my mind off of it. But some people just had different agendas. Because like what they say about um, wherever our energy goes, that's where our attention flows. Or wherever our attention goes, that's where our energy flows. And that's really true. If you change the narrative and start from scratch, business side, um, maybe it'll be a different result. Again, I don't know because I'm no Facebook expert. (laughs) And I may have to get into that mind frame because I'm like you, I just strictly do Instagram. Um, I've met a lot of people networking wise on Instagram. Like it's been really amazing. Um, Like I have three Instagram pages, I have my personal, I have the podcast and I have the one for my business. 
and you know I really like it but for some reason with Facebook I don't know I just I, I just have a distrust of it for some reason I don't know I just feel more comfortable with Instagram I need to maybe just get into the whole thought of just using it solely for that purpose for business but just I don't know something about Facebook I just don't like I don't have to work <laughs> on um, the Facebook maybe maybe that's a challenge right. that we're gonna have to do uh, with each other uh, let's see how we can work on Facebook and implement Facebook inside our business not personal but inside our business both of us because I just can't get into it and I just may need some um, motivation. So I'm going back to go glow, find a light in a dark time. So let's go into self-care. So what's your thoughts on how important self-care is? You know, because that's another piece of just finding your light and just not making this time so dark. What are your thoughts on self-care and just how important it is? Self-care is essential. It's so important. Um, If I'm honest, like I've been working like a workaholic for like the last two years. A lot of transition happened in my um personal life within the last two years. And it it made me have to be uh, more productive. Really been working nonstop. So I wasn't doing any self-care regimens. It just was work, 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 produce, um, take care of the family. And I wasn't doing any self-care regimens. So when this happened, it was like an open invitation to just relax. I've been enjoying my family time. And for me, the most important thing in life for me is my family. Uh, my husband and my son, my mom, my cousin, um, and my friends. And I really was out of touch with them. So for me, this has been a great opportunity to get back in touch with my family and my friends and have those conversations that make you laugh um which is the ultimate best form of self-care is laughter um sitting down just indulging in tv at one point in my life i would be able to tell you everything about uh, what was going on with housewives this then other and even though it's a guilty pleasure it's something that i enjoy but once i started working like crazy tv was the last thing that was on my mind or just to sit down and relax put my feet up eat something that I ain't got no business eating and watch TV. <laughs> I literally put on about a good 10 pounds. So I, I had to, I mm -hmm. had to start working out uh, the co a couple of days ago because I've literally just been on relax and chill mode and it was needed. Um, I can't stress that enough how it was needed. I drank my tea every day. I watched my shows. I'm scrolling on Instagram I'm laughing. We're playing games like Monopoly. I ain't played Monopoly in years, but it's mm -hmm. it was a moment of laughter. It was a moment of being able to spend time with my family, and for me, that's important. My son has this little massager thing, honey. I've been using that up like crazy. So that's mm -hmm. what I've been doing. How about you? I've definitely tried to incorporate self-care before this time. Um, I definitely was in the mode, too, before this time where um, I was turning into a workaholic for sure. Um, this isn't my first business, um, but this is my first business kind of going into retail. The first one was event planning, and that's totally different from trying to sell apparel. So I know, like, with this one, 
I was just at the point where I felt like I was working 24-7. If I wasn't asleep, I was working. And then, you know, throwing in the podcast, things of that nature. I mean, I started the podcast last August of 2019. And by... January of 2020, I only had like maybe three, four episodes, but from January to currently, I recorded over 20 episodes. So, I mean, I put a lot of work just in a building this brand. So I know self-care for sure, I had just put on a back burner. So I know like when this first happened, you know, I just felt like I was in a state of shock, I guess, at first. You know, um, you know, like I obviously have asthma, as I've mentioned in past episodes, and just finding out that this virus attacks the respiratory system, it put me in a state of panic for sure. You know, I was very afraid to just do anything essential. Just it just did a lot a toll on me mentally. So like for a few weeks, I just really needed to just stop the world because I'm like I need to process what's happening. Just seeing what was going on, just in, with my family, just seeing friends lose people, you know. So I definitely went through a few weeks of depression, you know, where I just really couldn't focus. So finally, maybe a week or two ago, I finally was like, okay, I have to get out of this, you know, and be positive and just step out of my feelings. So currently, yeah, I finally got back into the mode of self-care and it is extremely important because if you don't do that, like you really can fall into a deep rut and you really can fall into a deep depression. In a minute, you think like we're in control of our mind and um, what we think, but, and this is just Mm -hmm. my, I think God is ultimately in control of everything, but everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, In the minute, that you think that you're in control of the things that's around you is the minute God say, "Mm, let me show you something. For me, and I've told this to a few people these past few weeks, I think the whole situation, honestly, is completely biblical because he completely stopped everything. You know, so like, I don't know what other people may believe in, but, you know, whatever you believe in, there's definitely a higher power. And I just feel like a higher power for sure put a stop to the whole world. It doesn't matter your demographic, your social class, anything. You know, we've all been frozen. And I think that's why we connected with a lot of these celebrities, you know, having the lives. Because it's like, okay, like I said, it doesn't matter the demographic, any nothing. It's like everyone else is in the same situation that we're in. And I can't really think of another situation where we all were affected to this level. And, you know, like the world has stopped. For everybody to breathe. And now listen, I'm also like a a slight conspiracy theorist. Um, So I think that the government Mm -hmm. has um, their hands intertwined in this all kinds of ways. But again, I think that God has the the higher power. Um, And it's always how you look at things. And what what are your perspectives? How... uh, how can you make it work for you? Whatever is going on around you, how can you make it work for you? Um, but I, right. yeah, I, I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist. I think the government pulling a few little strings in this, this much, this orchestrated oh. <laughs> situation. 
Yeah, well, most definitely. I definitely feel the government has some type of hand in this. It's all intertwined, um, for sure. I put my conspiracy theorist hat on several times, you know, um, especially seeing after everything got super, you know, like how, how severe things turned. So just rounding out the show, um, the whole topic of Gold Glow, finding light in a dark time, you know, because I definitely wanted to keep this as bright and positive as possible. So how can we also be a light for others? So how can we also be a light in a dark time for others? You know, I mean, just like right now, I feel like a lot of people have connected to people that we haven't spoken to in a long time and vice versa we've also seen some people who we thought maybe were our our friends yeah we don't necessarily connect with them you know in such a such a bleak you know period so how can we also find a way to be a light for others like a lot of times we get on the phone and then we want to talk COVID talk but instead of focusing on COVID, how about mm-hmm. we just bring up some of our fun times and and let's think about what we're going to do the next time we meet and the next time when we're going to have this girls outing, all of the positive things that's going to come out of that instead of focusing solely on negativity. It's just small right, things right. that like just changing the direction of the conversation it's just small things like that that goes a long way. It is. It's really the little things. Like, I did a post a few weeks ago, and because I kind of felt like I was getting a lot of people that were slightly condescending, you know, when I would be really nervous about just doing anything minor, just doing anything essential, running to the store for a minute, you know. I just felt like people were, well, not everyone, but some people were very condescending about just how I felt, you know. And so I had did a post a few weeks ago on Facebook, ironically, and I had posted like a picture of like the two inhalers that I use and also the meds that I have to take. And someone from high school that I haven't spoken to since 1995, like she inboxed me because she also has asthma and we connected. And so now we check in with each other regularly so you know it's little things like that that really truly make a difference um some of us may have people in our lives who um are a constant a constant person in our lives but a lot of people don't have people they can call and people they can look to for encouragement so whenever you have the opportunity to maybe post something positive post it or post something funny post it send that message to somebody um, and reach out to people who you don't know and the people who you haven't talked to for years. And I get laughed at a lot um, with my uh, family and my friends and stuff because they're, they say how I always comment on people's posts or I'm always reaching out to somebody on social media, but that's what it's for. Let's be social. It's okay to be social. It goes a long way to be positive. And I think if anything, this time has really proven that. I think just being positive is really underestimated. And right now, I think we fi- we truly see it. Like, just giving a little positive comment under someone's post may brighten someone's day more than they realize it. Um, even with the podcast, I've had people inbox me 
and say, oh, you know, this particular episode really touched me. And it's really inspired me. Like one time I got an inbox and I was almost in tears because I was so moved that someone just said how much it touched them. So, you know, we underestimate the power that we have to inspire people. And the only thing that drives out darkness is light. That's a fact. So two more things I want to throw out before we wrap it up, just like we discussed, you know, being a light for others. And of course, the whole episode is about finding a light in a dark time. So I just want to go back to that again. So what do you think would truly be the best thing for people to look for to be a light in a dark time and not just even during this particular time, but something to take away that we can utilize once this time finally does end, what is the best way that you truly ultimately think is the best way to find a light in a dark time? So that, you know, not necessarily for the pandemic, but just no matter what you're dealing with, if you have health issues or problems, you know, in a relationship or just problems in your personal life or dealing with depression, just what can we do just to have some positivity and find light in a dark time just for our life in general? Gratitude, always finding something to be grateful for. Um, There's a song by uh, Shaggy, which is one of my very favorite songs. No matter what you're going through, somebody's always got it worse than you. Always find gratitude. If you Mm. can find gratitude on a daily basis, it's something that is going to motivate you. Because, yeah, you may be having health issues, but you got another opportunity to be here when somebody else didn't. Um, you may be having financial uh, mm. difficulties, but guess what? God feeds the birds, the the doggone pigeons, the rats and rodents. You're gonna eat, and there's somebody who um, woke up who didn't have a meal. So you always find gratitude, mm. no matter how small it is. If it's the shirt on your back, um, just find gratitude and. I always used to do this little thing with my son when I used to bring him to school in the morning. Every morning before school, we would say a prayer and we would start with the gratitude. What are you grateful for? And it could be something as simple as I'm grateful for having toothpaste to brush my teeth this morning. I'm grateful for the lights flicking on. When you find gratitude, Mm. um, it changes your attitude. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's the truth. And this wraps up part one of the episode of Go Glow with Miss Candy Matthew. Um, after we finished this particular part of the interview, she had some awesome questions. And I'm actually going to publish that in a second episode, a bonus episode. And I will be releasing that shortly. So just to wrap up what Candy and I discussed, I know like right now, time seems extremely dark. God knows I'm experiencing a lot with this situation, but I just want to encourage people as I try to encourage people with all the episodes, just love yourself and just understand that you are important and you do serve a purpose, whether that is finding how to be a light with other people and just truly inspiring them or just simply your purpose is just being present, just getting up every morning and just being present in someone's life or just being present in this universe. You do serve a purpose. So just remember, I know times are rough, but just go glow. Use your tools. Use what's in your heart to glow and be bright and shine 
and we all will get past this. But just remember to go glow and to go love yourself. Thank you.